Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. That team sure did suck last night. They just plain sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Steve Rosenblum. There was a keg stand. I lost to an 81-year-old lady. She got off the <laughs> dance floor, and then, and, but I was, it was really close. Mark Grody. I've been waiting to get a hold of this guy for years. Yeah, like they're, like Channel 2 News is out there interviewing people. Yeah, I've been talking to my wife about getting Steve. He wants connected my dots and more to my plate. I'm going to dunk his ass. They suck, so you don't have to. Can't you morons do anything right? Founding members of the WB Club. Smoke weed every day. The three words that describe this show, and I quote. Stink. Stank. Stunk. It's Saturday Suckage on the score. We should be 670 WSUK. Good morning, welcome in. Saturday Suckage. Steve Rosenblum with you. Let's find out who else is here with our Suckage roll call. Grobber. It sucks and it freebases. John Cooper. If I think something sucks, I'll tell you it sucks. Mike Tomlin. Uh, Sucking. Jake Arietta. This sucks. Really, it does. Ryan Cashman. I also know that we suck right now. Albert Almora. Damn, Willie, man. Do we suck? Chris Rock. I suck so bad, they used to pick me after the white kids. Pat Fitzgerald. Sometimes you got to embrace the suck. Eloy Jimenez. Hey, you guys not going to make anyway. You guys are suck. Hey, when, when I got traded the next day, oh, welcome to the suck team. Toby. Oh, my God, this sucks. Random Bears fan. Steph Curry. We suck tonight. Terry Bores. Finally made a list of somebody who thinks he sucks besides I do. Avenue Q. It sucks to be me. It sucks to be me. It sucks to be broken, unemployed, and turning 33. St. John. Sucks to me. Ross Perot. There will be a giant sucking sound going south. Devin McCourty. Sucks to end the season that way. 
Nick Chubb. One of the things that stuck in that stuck to us when, when he came here, he said, you know, you got to embrace the suck. Pat McAfee. There are some commentators that f- suck out there. Nicholas Ehlers. Uh, yeah, uh, not a fun morning. Um, uh, yeah, it, it, it sucks. Um, Chris Ballard. And now we get we lay, lose these last two games and we just suck. Giannis. We suck. Played bad. They made shots. They played good. They played better than us. Drew Doughty. Thanks for going through this. I know it sucks watching it, but uh, we'll get out there in a sec. Um, Mark Grody. Bueller. Bueller. How about Mike Esposito? President accounted for, sir. There you go. Saturday suckage. The class is all here. How are you doing, Espo? I'm good and uh, glad to be here. And too bad Giannis didn't suck last night. He's on the roll call, but he wasn't last night. It is. Too bad he can walk today. I wanted him hurt last night. We'll discuss that later. First, we'll tell you this. We're broadcasting live from the Hyundai Score Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. You can reach us this way. Our phone number, 312-644-6767. That will get you on the actual phone, or what used to be a talk radio station. It will also get you to our text zone, which is brought to you by Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin. Save time, shop online at rosenhyundai.com. So, the news is this. Nothing much going on. Baseball, there is no baseball. Owners are still disgraceful and deceitful. Basketball, the Bulls lose to another good team. They always lose to good teams. And in football, they're still looking at, they're still at the Underwear Olympics down there in Indianapolis. And Brittany Griner is being held by the Russians. You not making that, this up. Yeah, we're not making this up. You heard that right. Yeah. She has been in custody since February. Not sure what date in February. She has been in custody. She was traveling into Moscow, according to reports to the New York Times and USA Today. She was traveling into Moscow. A drug dog discovered or, or smelled something. She was charged with drug smuggling. She was found with vape cartridges and hashish that had traces of hashish in them. Again, this happened in February. She has been there ever since. She could face up to 10 years in prison for the cannabis oil cartridges that were that that the Russians quote these are air quotes discovered. Statement from the Russian Federal Customs Service said, as a U.S. citizen was passing through the Green Channel at an airport, I'm not going to try to pronounce, upon arriving from New York, a working dog from the Customs Canine Department detected the possible presence of narcotic substances in the accompanying luggage. The customs inspection of the hand luggage being carried by the U.S. citizen confirmed the presence of vapes with specifically smelling liquid and an expert determined that the liquid was cannabis oil, which hash oil, which is a narcotic substance. We don't think the Russians are above planting drugs on an American citizen, do we? I'm pretty sure we don't think the Russians are above anything at this point, and uh, we we sh- have known that for a long time, and now they are doing other things. And I was going to say, I'm, I'm thinking as you're reading this, I would not want to be in Russian custody, even minus the 
you know, the the invasion of the Ukraine and all the other stuff going on in the world. But with all the sanctions and all the, you know, the uh, Western countries aligned now against Russia, I'm guessing being an American in custody in Russia is probably really bad. There are geopolitical aspects to this, I believe, the pressure pressure raining down on Russia, as you mentioned, everywhere, including follow the money. So this was if she was arrested in February, this was anticipated. You know, this was mm-hmm. this was part of it. This was part of the plan. You know who we need? Trash Panda, our producer. Hi. Get David Axelrod on the phone. Bulls season ticket holder, sports fan. Yeah. Univers- former University of Chicago man who ran his own political school down there. He certainly understands why Russia would do this, what Russia is doing, whether these are, are made-up charges or charges of convenience, and what this means to a world that seemingly seemed like it's seemingly was on the brink of a world war, or that is the fear. That is the fear. Uh, David Axelrod, also worth noting, a former, I believe, a Tribune reporter, Indeed. correct? Indeed. Way back, pre pre his uh, fame and uh, his political consulting and all of the other stuff that you mentioned. And as a Bulls ticket, uh, season ticket holder, he would he would swear by the Jerry Krause, who Jerry Krause was also a newspaper man. If your mother says she loves you, check it out. <laughs> get a second Every time on Jerry that. was talking uh-huh. about fiction writers... <laughs> Which were uh, those of us writing about the Bulls, fiction mm-hmm. writers, mostly it was Sam. Uh, she would, he would, he would say that. I grew up in the era I grew up. Anyways, get David Axelrod on the phone. We will find out. Brittany Griner, a Phoenix Mercury player. You know, it, it, she's been going to play in Russia mm-hmm. for this would have been her seventh season. She's been going to 20, 2015, and what they, they make money, right? There's a lot of you see this all sure. over Europe, absolutely, and, and and the Middle East. They they have American players, usually a limit on the American players, and the American players make a bunch of money tax free. As long as like if you're in Greece, Keep you can make there. a bunch yep. of tax free money, and as long as you can handle the fact that they're sitting on the bench smoking while you're trying <laughs> to play basketball. <laughs> It's like that that old Super Bowl picture of Len Dawson smoking a cigarette at halftime. Do you yes. remember that one? Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. No, and you, I mean, think about this because Russia. I don't want to say it was westernized, but you certainly had a lot of, especially in sports, you had a lot of American athletes playing there. You had a lot. You have a lot of their athletes playing around the world, specifically in hockey. And you've seen. I mean, this obviously causes lots of problems for all these people. The the move, the, the arrest on drug charges by the Russians of Brittany Griner has seemingly political effects, political, re- uh, it, it resonates around the world. How, I don't know exactly. I don't know if this is a, a trade, this is a way to stall the U.S. and NATO's bombardment of Russian of, of of the Russian invasion of Ukraine. I, I don't know that. But David Axelrod could tell us, and since we have the best producer in the business, Trash Panda, this should be nothing for him. Never mind. Be- uh, you know, I went to a, went to his Twitter page to see if maybe his DMs are open. They're not. So I'm going to have to try other other ways. They'll knock on his door. I'm Do you sure- know where he lives? Yeah, in the, in the <laughs> ivory tower. That's He's a bull season ticket holder. We, we, we know that. Yeah. We know that. 
I'll yeah. hunt him down. Yeah, he's the guy. Get him. Get him. Or get that Obama guy. His old boss. Oh, that, Obama? See if his Obama, DMs are yeah. open. Because Obama would know why this, and he's a big hoop He's fan. a basketball. He would know who Brittany Griner yeah. is, right? So can sure. You, I'm sure that getting former President Barack Obama on 670 to score would be very easy. So I'll, I'll hunt him down. Come on. He would have a chance to talk hoops. He would have a chance to be on Saturday Suckage, knowing that, that we suck something. so he doesn't have to. Maybe we could do some good for the all the ruckus over what, maybe building Obama's the Obama a fan. library. Maybe he's a fan. Maybe we can just get him to call in. You know, we are at best. We're our fans, our legion. We have many suckageers. Um, I'm sure we have a good number of a, a sleeper cell, as it were, as people who consider us a guilty pleasure. So they can't really admit to it, but they're listening. That's the way it's gone in Saturday suckage. All, many suckageers out there. Who are are thrilled to proudly proclaim their love for us and their thankfulness that we suck so they don't have to. Well, you know, even I found when I wasn't working this show the last couple of weeks that I found myself listening. Great. So, See? That's, there you go. Yeah. That's how it goes. Either that or you were a WB Club member and you, you thought you hit FM <laughs> Wait a second, and you hit AM. Am I, am I working the Yeah. All right, so we will (laughs) updates as events warrant on Brittany Griner and uh, the whenever Trash Panda can book David Axelrod. Um, I was really sorry. What one thing did not surprise me: the Bulls lost. I didn't expect them to beat a good team under these circumstances, playing back to back Mm -hmm. and playing a team that was that was not just a bad matchup for them with the best player in the league, but a bad matchup the night after, a bad matchup for the team, a bad matchup on a back-to-back, and they're just not at full strength. Right. So the the game was closer than I thought. They blew a seven-point lead entering the, you know, in the fourth quarter. It took them less than four minutes to blow that. I was really sorry that Giannis didn't get hurt. I wanted the Bulls to low-bridge Giannis. I, I would not have advocated for Giannis to get hurt, but I, I was pleased to see, although I was, <laughs> you knew as soon as they went to video replay that they, they'd get Derek Jones's, Derek Jones Jr.'s, you know, little subtle uh-huh. elbow drop on Grayson Allen. Yeah. I was happy to see that. I, I like Giannis. I'm not rooting for anyone to get uh, uh, hurt that way. I get what you're saying. Get a rebound. Uh, Trash Panda tweeted this last night, and I'm sitting there yeah, nodding at my phone. He did. Get a rebound, people. Yeah. I mean, for the love of God. So that's where, and this is, I don't want to sound like I'm down on the Bulls because I'm pleased with how great they've been this season. I know they are missing players. Uh, mm-hmm. But there, they did not look competitive in that fourth quarter last night. They could not stop Giannis. The, the Middleton-Giannis thing, they couldn't stop. They had no answer for Drew Holiday. And they did not look... You could tell Milwaukee was the finishing team there. They were the, the better team there last night. I don't think it was... For my, for my view, it wasn't a matter of being competitive. It was a matter of being um, overmatched. It was a bad, a bad, right, right. But I don't think it was. I don't think they weren't competitive. They were very confused. And when you're talking about, understand what, the other thing that's going on is Billy Donovan wanted to see. Well, what do we do? We got they they got Giannis, and we have a new big man, Tristan Thompson. Mm-hmm. When he's not getting booed for whatever happened with his or Kardashian when he's not keeping, <laughs> yeah. he's not keeping up with the Kardashians. Yes. Yeah. So 
So you have you have Billy Donovan experimenting in the Atlanta game. All right, I'm going to play them together. Now I'm going to start them together. Then I'm going to finish them together. And mm-hmm. there is much confusion of everybody on the court, especially Vooch and Tristan Thompson. Yeah. They don't know what to do, and all they could do was foul. And Billy Donovan made the point. And not get a rebound. Right. And and that well, that's part of being physical. Billy Donovan made the point. We are a we are not physical and they are. Mm-hmm. And they would initiate it. They would force you. The the Bucks would. Mm-hmm. And the Bulls don't know how to guard physically without fouling. That's all they do. So you see a 33 to 11 free throw, free throw disparity. There was not out of line. It was it was what the Bulls yep. failed to earn. What right. the Bucks did earn by being the aggressive team. 100% agree and and I'm not trying to knock Vooch and Tristan Thompson we're we're just getting to know, but I mean they were not the answer down low last night. And and I fear they were not they will not be the answer down low come playoff time. Yeah, I don't I don't think so. I think this is I, I, I don't know why. We'll ask Julia Poe. She covers the Bulls for the Tribune. She's our guest. She, we're going to take a break and do that. I view them a lot like I used to view Northwestern's football team. Well, I love I love Pat Fitzgerald. I love what they've become. He's I, in the roll call. Yeah. But it was just something you, you know, it was a nice little team you petted. Mm. It was a cute little, a cute little animal. You petted them, and then they moved along, and you waited until the bigs, big dogs got there. I looked at the Bulls that way with this. They were amazing. They were a great watch. They're just, okay, time to move along. Let the adults play. It's adult swim, and you're not part of it. And that's where I think I know injuries are part of it. They're still an undermanned team, even, even healthy. Mm-hmm. They will fight you, but I, there are very few matchups that favor them. And how many times do they have – Against bad teams, they always seem to have the two best players on the court, yep. Rosen and Levine. For sure. How many times against playoff teams, as they keep losing to all these playoff teams, or these teams with 600 winning percentages or better, how many times do they have the two best players on the court? How many times do they have one of the two best players? I don't disagree with anything that you just said. We'll ask Julia. We are Saturday Suckage. She's Mike Esposito. I'm Steve Rosenblum. And how's that, how's that uh, tracking down of David Axelrod going, Trash Panda? Uh, not good. I'll get there. How uh, come? How come we can't have Russian authorities arrest him? A two six two texter says that uh, it would make his life if Obama listened to Saturday Suckage. Maybe, maybe while he's playing basketball. All right. Who how knows? about Obama? How's that going? <laughs> Working on it. I got sources. <laughs> you got people. You need people. All right. This is Saturday Suckage, of course. Steve Rosenblum, Mike Esposito, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now with the mlb app you can get baseball your way pick your favorite team your favorite players and get customized highlights stories and breaking news right on your home feed Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. DeAndre Bembry with a handoff to Giannis. And this ball game is over as the Milwaukee Bucks with a big fourth quarter. Defeat the Bulls here at the United Center in Chicago, 118-112. We'll break this game down in a moment right here on 670 of the score in the Horizon Therapeutics Bulls Radio Network. Chuck Swirsky, final call on the score. We'll break this down right here. And the Bucks are better. They're the reigning champions. They look like it. Walked into Chicago and did that to the Bulls or what passes for the Bulls. Welcome in, welcome back. Saturday suckage, so of course we're discussing the Bulls losing to another good team. Steve Rosenblum, Mike Esposito with you on Saturday suckage. We're going to the score hotline right now, presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. We are welcoming to the show someone we have not had with us, but are very happy she's decided to join us. She covers the Bulls for the Chicago Tribune, for my former Chicago Tribune, for my former editorial queen amanda kashubi she is julia poe julia how are you today i'm doing really well thank you guys so much for having me on thanks for coming on so last night give us me and mike esposito here give us the best thing you saw from the bulls and the suckiest thing you saw from the bulls well i mean right off the bat the hardest thing is just not having an answer for Giannis. That was obviously the big challenge last night. They were trying to take a bunch of different looks at him. They're still playing with that, uh, you know, dual center look with Tristan Thompson and Vooch being in the paint together. And and they just did not have an answer for him, which is obviously a concern when you're in the East. You know, I I think there were still a lot of uh, spots of improvement. One thing that fans are probably really happy to see is that Zach Levine does look like he's getting back to kind of his normal bouncy self. And he was looking a lot more efficient and effective on offense last night, but 
just the overall look on defense, especially the the trouble that they're having on the offensive boards, that's just a huge area of concern as they kind of get down the stretch in the regular season here. Yeah, Julia, we were having a little fun, and and by that I mean uh, poking a little fun at the Vooch-Tristan Thompson thing last night because they were not very effective like that. But uh, tell us from a uh, reporter standpoint as somebody's there, and and Donovan said this after the game, you know, about getting – getting more rebounds and being in better position. Uh, but they, you're right. They had no answer there. Do you see this as, as something that can work or is this a, a, a case of the bulls need to get some of their bodies back? Um, but to me, it looks like they need more help in there. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think on paper, it's something that feels like it should work. Like this does feel like a move that makes a lot of sense. And Billy Donovan has emphasized that this is really a, a trial by fire in terms of, Luch and Tristan really only practiced together once very briefly on the road before they just kind of debuted this in a game. And so they're doing a lot of their learning curve in terms of their spacing, figuring out how they want to kind of approach the rim, both on the defensive side and on the offensive boards. You know, sometimes you still saw both of them kind of like running into people in the lane, um, which I do think is a reflection of some of that learning curve that we might see cleaned up. I think the question now is, like, just do you have enough time? You know, when you look at trying to have this new look and then trying to reintegrate one, two, maybe even three players in the next whatever, like, 19 games it is, that just seems like such a tall order, even for, you know, the the best team that doesn't have injury concerns. So I think, for me, it's just all these moving variables. You don't know who's coming back from injury. You don't know when they're coming back. And then you add on top of that trying this completely new look that kind of shakes everything up for every player on the court and you still got a rookie running your point. Like it's just, it's so many moving parts. And I think that that's kind of where we're seeing a lot of that disjointedness. Our guest is Julia Poe. She covers the Bulls for the Chicago Tribune. You have Saturday suckage, Steve Rosenblum, Mike Esposito with you. So last night, Derek Jones Jr. became a cult hero. So let's run down his wonderful evening, the the dunk and the the your thoughts on his response to the Grayson Allen incident. Grayson Allen, by the way, is the cheap shot punk who was a uh, fired directly out of Satan's rectum, and that's where he will come back to residing. So, what'd you think of the new cult hero on the Bulls? Yeah, I mean, Derek obviously had himself a hell of a night despite, I mean, his stat line is pretty small, but every point that he scored was just this huge galvanizing basket, whether it was that dunk or that layup. Um, He swears that the foul on Grayson Allen that he received a flagrant for was not intentional. Um, He told us last night that he is going to ask the, was, was begging the refs to review it. He's going to try to get it repealed. Uh, he made a really like fervent point that he would never target someone and, uh, you know, had a bunch of that, you know, that that man has a family. I wouldn't do that. So that that's his line on it. Um, and like I said, he, he was really strong on that. But I think the dunk for him was the real high. I mean, he came in after that game, despite the loss, still kind of soaring off of that one. And I, I think any time that you can kind of put one down on the defensive player of the year like that, I mean, it's. It's going to be a big feeling. And and that was one of those moments that I just felt like the Bulls could have capitalized on last night. I mean, the United Center was absolutely, I thought that place was going to explode after that dunk last night. And they could just never quite actually ride that momentum long enough to create a a reasonable lead to be able to hold the Bucks off. Yeah, Julia, that's that's the feeling uh, I had watching too at home as, as they fought back and took the lead. And then, you know, the Jones play that we're talking about, 
So you're feeling great, and then you start to see Milwaukee chipping away, and we were talking about it a little earlier. They had no answer for Giannis. Drew Holiday was ridiculous in that fourth quarter. You kind of felt, and I don't want to say that um, you were expecting it because the Bulls were fighting the whole time. They were in the game the whole time. They took the lead back in the fourth uh, as well. But they have such a hard time with the elite teams. The record's bad. They flashed it on the on the uh, broadcast last night. Um, you kind of had that feeling that the Bucks were going to win that game. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, when you look at that record of how the Bulls have done against some of those top-ranked teams, I think, again, that's, that's that big area of concern that you have to circle if you're Billy Donovan. He often attributes that to kind of the inexperience, especially in those big moments of this team. I mean, even looking at players like Zach Levine, like Vucevic, these are really veteran, experienced players who still don't have a lot of those high-contention playoffs experiences you know so a lot of the players that are even expected to be leaders across the team they don't really have that wealth of knowledge to look back on in terms of how to approach those moments and uh, Demar's talked about it Billy's talked about it I think that they just feel that that is kind of again that learning curve that has to happen but we're seeing the clock the talk the clock tick down on how quickly that can occur and and when some of these learning games are actually going to go from being learning losses to being you know, something that this team can actually win. Our guest is Julia Poe. She covers the Bulls for the Chicago Tribune. We're discussing those sad Bulls right now. Those cute, you just want to pet them. They're so cute. They're so adorable. And then move them along until the adults can, you know, give the adults room to play basketball. When when the injured players come back, which will coincide with what, what you, a Bulls fan would hope is healthy is better health from Zach Levine. So, what have you seen this week from him, and where does this go? What does he need? Yeah, I, I think that this week is definitely a big confidence booster. Um, you know, Billy Donovan has been very clear that Zach is approaching everything day by day, game by game, and I think that was a big concern going into this back to back of whether or not he'd be available for the Bucks with playing in Atlanta the night before. Um, and instead he came out, he, like I said, he, he looks bouncy again. He seems to kind of have just a little bit more confidence. His mobility looks better. And I think that that's a really good sign, um, you know, just to see on the second night in a row, but it's also been made pretty clear that he's, he does not expect to be 100% until the off season. There's going to be, um, whether it's a procedure or something else, there's going to be work done in the off season. He was very open about that at all-star weekend. And so I think, understanding that and managing that is going to be key because it's going to help when those two guards, when, when Lonzo and Alex come back, that will help to take a little bit of the load off of his shoulders. But when it comes down to crunch time, I mean, it's him and DeMar. They're going to be the ones that have to be out there. And so managing this next stretch of the next few weeks is super important just to make sure that that knee doesn't start to degrade again, because he's had a lot of these ups and downs where it seems like it's getting better. And then all of a sudden it just goes back again. Yeah, and, and defensively, we know he he's not at his best self, but the two guys you just mentioned, Lonzo Ball and, and Alex Caruso being out, the Bulls were one of the better defensive teams in the NBA early on when everyone was was there and healthy, and they've really struggled, I think, of late, certainly last night uh, against Milwaukee. They, they struggled a bit. H- how much of the defensive puzzle d- does their return answer in your mind? There was definitely a point where I felt like that was just the entire puzzle with the two of them. There were early games where it felt like they just needed that little extra bit of bite on the perimeter 
I do think that in the last few weeks, there's something else going on with the defense just in terms of there's a lack of rigor. There's been a high number of fouls. We're seeing opponents go to the free throw line two, three, four times as many times as the Bulls are. Um, you know, and, and they're just giving up some of these cheap moments where they're playing really good defense for the majority of the possession and they're just biting on that pump fake. And uh, it's another thing that Billy has talked about a lot. Um, and, and I don't think that two players coming back is really going to just fix that across the team. And I think that's the concern. Obviously, I think teams play a lot better no matter what team they're on. When Lonzo and Alex are on the court, you just play better defense. They just kind of raise that bar. But I don't think that that's just an immediate fix, which is a huge concern because they're also going to be you know, coming off of this long layoff due to their injuries. So they're not going to be 100%. I, I just don't think it's going to be that quick fix that fans are kind of hoping they're going to be able to see. Our guest is Julia Poe. She covers the Bulls for the Chicago Tribune. This is Saturday Suckage with Steve Rosenblum and Mike Esposito. So it's not enough that Grayson Allen is is just a cheap shot punk and took out Alex Caruso and put him out for six to eight weeks. But then last night, when everybody was wondering whether he would get his or something worse, he sticks out a knee and nearly takes out Io after a whistle. I mean, this man is a disgrace. The bucks for defending him are a disgrace. And that's why I was saying earlier, I rooted for the Bulls to Lowbridge Giannis. It's the Chicago way. If he pulls a gun, if he pulls a knife, you pull a gun. Right? What did Sean Connery say? Don't bring say? a knife to a gunfight. Right. If he pulls a if he pulls a knife, you pull a gun. If he puts one of yours in the hospital, you put one of his in the morgue. That's the Chicago way. So, I know it's not your place to root for or um, contend that somebody should be hurt, but it felt so seeing a, a professional basketball team, a coach when it first happened, Mike Budenholzer. When Grayson Allen was clearly dirty and has been all of his college and professional life, and that goes on, I don't know how. I I don't know how the Bulls don't react to that. It was far more professional discipline than I thought. But if there were ever an act or reason to hurt somebody, hurt don't hurt Grayson Allen, hurt Giannis because that will hurt the Bucks. I I rooted for that because I thought it was disgraceful what the Bucks do by employing this guy and what they said in defending him after he got suspended for the dirty play on Caruso. What kind of environment was it for you and and the talk and what I'd read, but what did you feel leading up to this game and whatever moment there might be before Derek Jones Jr. did his thing? Yeah, definitely. I mean, there was obviously so much anger. I mean, the Bulls, entire team, all the players definitely were feeling that one. Tristan Thompson, I think, was the only player who really came out and tried to sort of throw the gauntlet down and say, we're, we're going to do this, we're going to be rough. Um, but it really did not end up coming to fruition a lot. Obviously, the United Center was loud. There were lots of boos every time Grayson Allen touched the ball. Lots of, you know, lots of boos, uh, as to be expected. But it really was not quite as edgy as I think maybe fans were hoping it would be. And I think part of that was just where the Bulls were at. I mean, they're, they were at the start, and now they're in the middle of a losing streak. Um, they knew how much that game mattered, and, and they fouled a lot. But those fouls were not because they were trying to get in and be chippy. And I think something that's hard is that this Bucks team is already a team 
that really challenges the Bulls to be physical. Like Billy Donovan came into this game knowing that his team needed to be physical, not in a chippy way, in it just get in their gut and really be able to contest them that way. And I just don't think that if you're being professional about it, unfortunately, I don't think that you can do both. I don't think you can approach a game trying to be professionally physical and also get, you know, your shots and your swings in. Um, and, you know, with, with so many players in foul trouble in the first half, there was just no room for any pot shots. You know, I mean, you had Javante Green and Tristan Thompson were both already tallying up all of those fouls in the first half. There was just no room for it. So just kind of wasn't the way the game went. Um, fans definitely let them hear it, but that was pretty much the extent to it. Like I said, even Derek still says that that was not his intention. He didn't feel his elbow, at least he says, hit, hit that head at all. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. I would hope that would be his intention. I would it would cement his cult status, cult hero status here. Julia, thanks for joining us. It's a pleasure talking to you. Look forward to doing it again. Yeah, thank you so much, guys. Have a good day. All right, that's thanks, Ju- Julia. Julia Poe of the Tribune. She covers the Bulls. Uh, Trash Panda, so you're efforting David Axelrod and former President Barack Obama. Yeah, and hopefully by the end of the show we'll have one, one, of, one or both. Just tell them it's Brit- the press. Brittany sure Griner, the Phoenix Mercury uh, star, has been detained. She's being held on drug charges by Russians, and I guess drug charges are in air quotes. So who better at the nexus of basketball and, and politics would be David Axelrod, both season ticket holder, and the man he helped put in the White House, Barack Obama. Yeah. And because we're they're both Chicago-based, and so is Trash Panda. That's right. Well, he's sort of Effingham-based, or where is it? What? What? What trailer? <laughs> where, where are you from? Trailer Park, Illinois? What? What? Where are you wow. from? Petersburg, Illinois. Thank you Petersburg. very much. Oh, yeah. Trailer Park, Illinois. There you go. So, Well, hey, now, no. hey, that's Tallulah. Oh, Tallulah's a trailer park. <laughs> Just just tell Axelrod that this is the scores version of Meet the Press. I'm sure there he'll you be go. fine yeah. to come on. No, and the he's second on CNN. He heard, he's second a CNN he co- guy. And then we come in from a break, and, and, and Rosenblum calls us Saturday suckage, and he hands up. <laughs> well, we he could knows add, that. But, we could add but him David to the roll Axelrod call. knows that. And, and Barack Obama, I think he's, we're a guilty pleasure for him, President Obama. But he'd have There's some no thoughts evidence on to suggest the, otherwise. There, he'd have... He'd have thoughts on what the Russians, Listen. the Ruskies, the damn Ruskies are doing with Brittany Griner. They have held her on drug charges. Again, air quotes. This uh, have no idea what the truth is, and we're having trouble getting it. But this certainly seems to be pegged to what other events Russia is involved in, where people are dying and they're despicable and the world is turning on them. This seems to be a – like you're holding it like a human shield. You're holding up against being – being destroyed, but that's why we want to talk to David Axelrod uh, or former President Barack Obama. And Trash Panda is efforting that. I love using the word efforting; it's he one is. of the dumbest words ever. But he, he's efforting. He, he's and, trying. He's doing his best, and, and it makes sense. So listen, it, you know it's funny you say that because we have a there's a group chat that all the producers here at the Score have to tell each other to make sure we're in contact about like, hey, we're going after whatever guest. So yeah, yeah. And the word efforting is used quite frequently. It does kind of word. annoy me. It's stupid word, like using the word utilizing on a yeah, resume. If I could air some grievances right now for any any of the guys That's out there it. listening, I hate that that word is constantly used in this chat. Right, this is sort of the, this is a, sna- a Slack chat or a text chat festivus for air- the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Producer festivus. That's exactly <laughs> yes. what it is. 
That's it. That's it. It's just just, maybe it's just me, but did you get that Ryan Poles audio? I want to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, we got it. Okay, Ryan Poles said something on Good Morning Football that I don't believe he said in Chicago. So I'm gonna play for Espo and for Trash Panda. Good. In between phone calls, as he's efforting. Oh, by the way, we had a a caller that I I was trying to screen, and he hung up when I was trying to ask him his name, but he said that you suggesting Giannis should have been gone after by the Bulls during the Bulls game is despicable, and you should be taken off air, and then he hung up. Well, come on the air and say it, because you're wrong. I was trying trying to get him to do that. It's the Chicago way. I asked him his name, and he hung up. Was the caller David A. from Chicago? Maybe it was. <laughs> Barack O from the South Chicago? Side. Yeah, from Hyde Park. Yeah, do you think that the Barack, you think that that Barack has caller ID? So, so like he did, he doesn't have it blocked. He it just says Barack O when he when he calls someone. Yeah, hey. yeah. What Mich- was his nick? They always had they always had presidential nicknames, right? I don't remember what his nickname. Yeah, was. like Ronald Reagan's was Gipper. The Secret Service had a nickname for him. I think his nickname was Gipper. But like Michelle's family, uh, they're all from the, they're all from here. South Siders. Her brother played college basketball. Was a Craig, coach, Craig right? Robinson. Craig yeah. Robinson. I bet he would root they're for score Giannis listeners. Come hurt. on, we we know they they have to be score listeners, right? The thing about it is this: I think it was that, Renegade. It looks like it's Renegade. If I'm doing, if I'm looking at this right, Renegade. Wow, get Renegade on the air, Renegade. We're welcome to the score hotline. All right, we'll try that. But anyways, in lieu of in lieu of Renegade. Or David Axelrod will talk about the <laughs> Bears' new GM and what he thinks about the Bears' quarterback. Saturday, this is a Wikipedia page for every presidential nickname. This okay. is awesome. <laughs> all right, so let's. All right, we're way past it. We're never going to play this. This is too interesting. I don't want to give this up, and I don't know how to tease it. Okay, you so want to give this up? Let's. What is? What is? Let Let's go back. Work our way backwards. What is Joe Biden's? Joe Biden's is Celtic. Celtic. Okay, Looks, yeah, and what yeah. was the previous guys? The, the fecal matter who inherited mogul. Oh my god! This is also you know assuming that Wikipedia is this a secret is service nickname. Yes, yeah, secret service nickname, secret 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 service code name. So I mean, it's all the candidates too. So the candidates you know get secret service protection during the election, and we also have the vice presidents on here. It's got okay, everything. Well, we'll just do the let's let's do the the big chair, the big puffy chair, the. The Oval Office. Okay, so before Trump was, what's the nickname? Well, yeah, so that was Obama, Renegade. right? Re- was Renegade? Yeah, I'm trying and to. I'm the, trying to. I'm trying to officially confirm. I, before that, him right? was W. Did they just say W? That'd w. Be, <laughs> w. That'd be a good name. W. Why isn't that one on? I oh. have this here. This uh, is frustrating. Trailblazer was oh W. Oh. I'm on Britannica, which I assume is. The encyclopedia people. Okay. So. Which, you know, kids look up, ask your parents, as, Bill as Clinton, you would say. Bill Clinton's nickname? Eagle. Eagle. Wow. And George, and George H.W. H.W. Timberwolf. Timberwolf. Reagan, Reagan I have as Rawhide, according to Oh, Britannica. I thought it was Gipper. So Rawhide. There you go. Jimmy Carter? Deacon. Ford was Passkey. I have. I don't know why. Wow. Pass That's like key. putting passkey as passkey. That's when you put password as your password. That's how. That's the kind uh-huh. of president he was. Nixon, Searchlight, and Kennedy. This cracks me up. Kennedy was Lancer. Yes, it was. <laughs> what about Johnson? <laughs> That's as far as I got. Johnson's I volunteer. That's I what I have. Volunteer? volunteer? He's from Texas, not Tennessee. Hmm. 
right. way too funny. That's it. That's our history and the Russian history. So, so I'm sorry that we did this because this now we <laughs> ate up time and this prevented you from further efforting of David Axelrod we all and have- President Obama, renegade as we know him around here on Sports Talk Radio, to talk about Brittany Griner being held on charges by Russian authorities being held on drug charges. So we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll see what we have to do with it. Top of the hour, we have some baseball talk. We will discuss the deceitful and disgraceful baseball owners. We'll do that with Evan Altman of Cubs Insider and see what else we have to discuss. Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. The Chicago Way. Welcome in. Welcome back. Steve Rosenblum, Mike Esposito with you. We... um, we're going to save it, to save the Ryan Poles interview, talking about the quarterback position. We will have Chris Emma on. He's from the. He's at the combine. He covers the Bears for the score. We'll have him on at one. Maybe we, he could find David Axelrod. We may or may not. Yes, we may or may not have this this tape and discussion by then. <laughs> um, I don't know, uh, but we will certainly bring it up to him, to Chris Emma then. And at the top of the hour, we will talk with Evan Altman of Clubs and Snyder to talk about there is no baseball, there's no movement, the owners are deceitful, and we'll talk about all of that with Evan Altman. And and also I have it's really it's it's really kind of sweet. I told Espo I have a couple I found a couple romance of baseball items that I wanted to discuss. That I'm we don't have that. we don't have baseball. It's all ugly. There's the the players are donating a million bucks towards stadium workers and people affected by the owners' insistence on canceling April and being being um, refusing to negotiate in good faith, and and I found a couple things one on each side of town, I, as I was telling you about romance the the romance of baseball stuff yep. we like that will that will just be it's a kind of story you'll want to tell people and then you said your plans are this afternoon uh our 10u team we're doing outdoor practice at four o'clock it's march kids. 5th and you're it's doing march outdoor 5th. practice our our manager mark uh he, he was out there yesterday checking the grounds making sure that uh they were dry and not too muddy and it was a uh it was a big thumbs up we're gonna give it a go and as i said we we've anytime it's march 5th and it's gonna be 70 degrees out and we can go play baseball outside with a bunch of 10 year old kids put that in the wind column right we're it is that. that's 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 what that's we what will the be whole, there that's what the movie was all about. That's what Field of Dreams was all about. One hey, Dad, million percent. Want to have a catch? This stupid word "have," but have and and efforting. Those are dumb phrases. Are you still efforting, David Axelrod and former President Obama or rene- renegade, Working as we call him? Yeah. The the good news is that a seven zero eight texter who actually signs herself as X eight one five mom because mm-hmm. we're big in the eight one five. She says, I have absolutely no doubt in your ability to access David Axelrod or President Obama today. Well, if Trash Panda it's a is vote of confidence a- for efforting them, we want <laughs> one of them to talk about the fact that Russia has arrested or charged Brittany Griner for Phoenix Mercury Center with uh, has has had her in custody on drug charges since February. So we this this does not seem to be coincidence, and it seems to be at the nexus of sports and politics. 
especially what's going on in the world. So we thought that Chicagoan David Axelrod would be able to talk about bull season ticket holder or renegade. That's our nickname, Secret Service nickname. We call President, former President Obama renegade. We all call him renegade. And we know him to be a secret Saturday suckage listener. We'll see if he wants to declare his his you know his thankfulness that we suck so he doesn't have to. That's what we do here. So we'll take a break. We'll wait to see we'll wait to see how the efforting on trash pandas <laughs> part goes. I love this uh six one six oh eight text that just uh, wandered in. Uh, a March 5th outdoor baseball practice. Who's the coach? Matt Eberflus? Yes. No, actually. Hits. Your guys are going to do hits. It's me. Well, this is hustle, t- intensity. We're going to have that so- and something else. That's what hits We're going to have for. a lot of fun. But this is this is a team that's actually half of our coaching staff is former Saturday Suckage members. Peruk, well, share with the class. Brian Peruk and I coach Little League <laughs> together. One sitting in we for are, the other. And- we are two-fourths of our coaching staff, so there you go. Now doing coaching kumbaya. We're going to talk Cubs, baseball, owners with Evan Altman of Cubs Insider. After this, Steve Rosen and Mike Esposito with you. Thanks for listening, tolerating, being with Saturday Suckage. We'll keep you updated on the efforting of former President Obama and David Axelrod to talk about the Russians arresting Brittany Griner. Steve Rosenblum, Mike Esposito, Saturday Suckage, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.